it feels good to be back to tell our stories and give more art and tap into the artificial mind. Good morning, Astro. We've said our good morning, Dre, but I'm going to say it again. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Oh, good morning to everyone in Brazil, yep. since that's like a big chunk of our listening. Well, right now, let's let's talk about that. Yeah, real quick. do that. Let's talk about that, right? We need to say how it was banned out here. Excuse me. So, this is what we. Oh man, excuse me. Allergies kill you. Yeah, they will. So, our audience size. I mean, since our, we are, first off, our last episode, Absent Implications, was a hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very different. I think you were right. I think you were completely right to hit the mark on doing something different, and it worked, and it capitalized, and I appreciate that idea. Um, it pe- People like that, the conversational stuff, and I think it's really cool that we were able to talk about something. So there were some things that I learned from that episode that I didn't even know about while, while we were recording it mm-hmm. you know so it's uh i kind of see it was very interesting i see it's very interesting to me shows down the road where we can combine those two like or or just one episode one or the other but for the most part i would i kind of see yeah doing a mix of those two on a regular basis <clears throat> yeah man so it's saying that we our audience size is now fifty. Yeah, we are growing exponentially. Like it's just like it's shooting through the roof. I couldn't be more grateful. But let's talk about our audience. <coughs> so Brazil is our number two country. We have Mexico. We have United Kingdom, Norway, Australia, Germany, the Netherlands, Canada, France, Spain. Finland, Italy, Peru, Portugal, Colombia, Belgium, Poland, India, New Zealand, South Korea, Honduras, Hungary, Morocco, Philippines, Thailand, Switzerland, Japan, South Africa, Costa Rica, Greenland, Sweden, Argentina, Chile, and the Czech Republic. I guess my list didn't go down that far because I we are see a couple of them. It. Wow. I didn't know the Czech Republic was in there too. That's cool. Yeah, I think I think a lot of these came overnight, like very recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say our number one state is Michigan. We have listeners in Allegan, Door, Detroit, Plainwell, and Warren. Those are pretty close to me. Detroit's on the other side. I don't even know if the other ones are close. So where are you from? Here in New Jersey, we have Newark, Woodbridge, Carteret, Bayonne, Jersey City, Roselle, and Camden. Um. And, you know, New York is big, but we have New York, Brooklyn, and Staten Island, which is really good. Um, we do have Boston. Nope. Been there. Boston is I guess good. New York, too. Arlington. Um, we also have Palmyra, Pennsylvania, Waynesburg. Uh, give me another state that you want to know a city for. Utah. Let's see what we got in Utah. 
have enough. We do not have Utah. <laughs> Utah, Utah is not a state that listens to us. Arizona, um, or Arizona, New Mexico. Uh, uh, we do have Arizona. We have Phoenix. Nice. <coughs> we have listeners in Phoenix. I like to go to Phoenix. Yep. Uh, Stone, Stone Mountain, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. I mean, they're getting down with us all over the world in major cities around the world. I, I'm i excited. I just... I am well, super we excited. We started off with Sorry. a few in, uh, from other countries, too, when we first started. So those... Like, Brazil's been there from the, from the beginning, so... Thank you, Brazil. Brazil has been there. And we have, like, we have the big cities, Sao Paulo, Rio de Janeiro. Like, these are, you know, they're not they're not messing around. They're, you know, so we thank you, everyone around the world, for listening to the artificial mind. It is, I mean, this is, you know, this is my favorite podcast to work on. I want you to know that. This is, I, I love tapping in. I love, like, learning and just doing more with this and kind of just like digging deep into like some of the feelings just like what we're going to do today with nightmares mm -hmm. you know uh what we do is fun and just keep on listening you know leave a review tell us what you think give us a suggestion let us know what you would like to hear from us send us your pictures i want to see what's going on around the world with their versions because you, you obviously must have the ai programs we have if you're you know, listening to this, so send us some of your stuff. I want to see it. Yep, and we do have a suggestion, though. Um, Brandon Wayner wants, sends a request for us to do cryptids. Okay. Thank you. We, we messed around with that. So, topic. Well, that could topic. be our next episode. Well. Yep, yep, and you know what? We could, um, you know, uh, that'll be our next episode if they, if you want to call it that. But that's a user suggested uh, okay. episode right there. Well, we want more uh, more people coming. We should take their idea. Take that idea. I'll take that idea and I'll use it for a hundred. Yeah, yeah. So keep them coming, guys. You know, and keep on listening to us right now. Lost tapes of the Twenty Seven Club is still the most played episode. You guys love that episode. I wish we could do more like that, but there's not much AI music that is, you know. That's to do a little cover. research. I'll see what I can dig up. There might be enough to that makes one more uh, episode of that, like not necessarily a recap, but some new stuff to add to it. Because yeah, some people we love absolutely, oh, absolutely. Yep, yep. And as always, guys, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, and Amazon. Uh, make sure you leave a follow, um, listen. You know, that's that's how we get more. You know, if you guys like it, then we will give you more. Turn it on, share. Uh, so, yeah, man. Tied up. <laughs> nightmares. So, yeah, so we're, do so we're doing nightmares today. Um, are you excited? Pretty straightforward subject matter. Uh, however, it just seemed, we, I was telling you this before we got on the show, that it just seemed like uh, MJ was kind of, she always does great work, but it just seems like uh, I was picking up, she wasn't She wasn't feeling it today. <laughs> I felt like all my themes were kind of the same. 
But then again, I guess my nightmares are all kind of the same. So we'll see. I guess maybe that's something we can discuss throughout the show too, is like uh, when you uh, dissect your dreams and what they mean and shit like that. Yeah, because that's 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 one thing. We have dreams, but they don't mean what they are. Like if some, right. what is it? Like if someone dies, uh, it, it means dying. Right. It can mean a lot of things, really. It could just mean someone dies in their dream too. It doesn't always have to be symbolic. That's what I've learned. Like, yeah, at least books yeah, out there that say this means this and this means that. No, sometimes an owl is just an owl. You're in a dream, exactly. Walking in the woods and you saw an owl. Cool. Maybe it's a good omen, not a bad one. Or it's a messenger. I actually have here, uh, it's like a dream mood thing. So like what it does is that you tell what type of dream you've had and it'll be like, okay, well, it, it could be this, you know? Oh, I, okay. You know, but it, it, I don't know the science behind all this though, but like there has, there seems to be like a thing though. Like It's more like the psychological, I want to say like Freudian from what I remember back in the day, like a lot of it was kind of derived from the Freudian, not necessarily that you love your mother, you know, in a perverted way, but just like a, a dream patterns and stuff, what they could mean. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. And so what so I do have now is, oh, uh, I do have the dream dictionary up. So oh, we are going cool. to break down our nightmares and what they mean for this episode. So, okay. All right, so this is going to be exciting. I'm going to have you go first. I'm going to show. Can you? So can you? You can see the screen and everything. Yeah, right? it's still up. All right, here we go. I'm just choosing a random one. I don't. I don't know which these are. Okay. Okay. Boom. So this one. Um, I had this dream. This was. I can actually go back and remember this. Certain air time period. It was like early 2000s. Uh, it was like after 9-11 and stuff, and I was having some killer sci-fi dreams. But uh, in this dream, it was like a, and there was like, I don't know, it was necessarily a, an apocalypse. It just, something happened that was really bad. And people were out in mass numbers getting assistance for food, water, and stuff like that in my dream. Like they were lined up, not necessarily like they are not now. But it was more like a uniformed line, and we were just waiting to get serviced meanwhile i in the distance behind me i can see like a war going on so it was really weird it was kind of kind of like a war in the worlds thing so that's what the this yeah. inspired by so what is 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 it like an alien invasion kind of it it kind of felt like that in the dream i can i can vaguely remember what I was thinking in it. I just remember the sky being really red and I did see like stuff floating around the sky, but I didn't necessarily think it was uh, um, UFOs or something. I was more concerned about the, just like the dystopian feeling of like everybody's in this line where like you kind of felt like a slave just waiting in line, you know, just, it was, that's the feeling I got. I guess that's when I was feeling oppressed. Yeah, so so what it says here is that you have a longing for human care. Mm. You know, like you care about humans so much that you worry about the welfare of people in a situation that would cause something like that. Nah, that's interesting. That's a bit interesting. Yeah, interesting. All right, so the next one we have... Um, Okay, so just like you, 
just like you, when you say that, that that was like one of your earliest dreams, and this is one of my earliest dreams. Um, I always had this dream, right, where I'm sitting sitting down in class, right? And I look over to the left of me, and the nuclear war goes off. Like crazy how Western culture, us kids growing up, we just had that burned into our heads. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I, and we're talking about, we're talking about, you know, um, it's very interesting because I had this dream a lot and I would sit in class yeah, looking at the board and yeah, it was definitely reoccurring and I would sit there. I'm sitting in class and the sky would just go red immediately and all of us just like you see in the in the image in the rendered image here um all the kids run over to the to the window to see what's going on and we're all looking at it a nuclear bomb go off <clears throat> you know but a lot of that came after 9-11 too because 9-11 yeah. happened when i was in the seventh grade so throughout high school that was a big you know you know how it was a couple years after after that happened. There was a big scare. You know, a lot of people were talking about it. We we were all on edge. We didn't know what if it could happen again, where it was going to happen again. I want to say that's where our modern paranoia started. Yeah, yes, I I agree, I agree. So yeah, man, that 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 um, that was very. Those are very interesting dreams that I've had. I've talked about it with therapists before. Um, can't really find the meaning for it, to be honest with you. Um, I could type in all the different types of this and it doesn't bring up anything, but I could just, it was probably more of a, for me, it was more like a fear of it happening again. Mm -hmm. You know, being so close to the action and. Well, you, my head you were you a child in the dream, you said too? You were, yeah. Yeah. So it's the innocence meeting. Mm -hmm certain destruction and just being aware of that now like i, I guess like when you're a kid yeah at the story and then we get to you know what then we get a couple of years later and i joined the army you know yeah i was gonna say cause 2001 i was like well i i did join when i was i was five, so. i i wasn't thinking about being in the military in 2001 well, i definitely wasn't either that was the last thing on my mind after that stuff happened last thing i wanted to do yeah. People, yeah. Buildings. I'm chill. Okay, so the next one we have. Uh, Roll the dice. Survey settings. Okay. What so have you got here? I kind of have two pictures. Uh, the other one will come up eventually. But uh, I did have a dream when I was a kid. Uh, this is when I lived in my original house growing up. And uh, it wasn't a recurring one. It was just once, but it was enough to where I, I remember it. But uh, I'm laying in bed, and over in the corner of the room, there was uh, an apparition. It wasn't necessarily a ghost. It wasn't an alien necessarily, but I just I saw it, and it was very bright. And it came out of the corner top of the room, not like in the corner bottom or anything. So that I just felt weird, and I remember being uh, paralyzed. I couldn't get up. I couldn't say anything. I remember trying to move my mouth, like help or. Uh, that was weird. That was 
And from what I've read about dreams like that, where you feel like you can't move, that could be a couple of things. That's your, what is that? Um, an actual, uh, physical state that happens to your body when you're dreaming like that. You just, it's an actual, your body's paralyzed because you're in such a deep REM or something. I forget. Yeah. There's something behind that. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 this is another one that I can't find something because this is more like just alien. Well, look up, um, look up feeling. I was going to say, if you got that book right there, look up feeling uh, that you can't speak or you're immobile or. A lot of the time, oh, I was going to say, some, a lot of the time, people who felt like they were abducted by aliens feel that way, like they're in their beds and then these things come up near them and they can't move, like they feel like they're being held down by a an invisible force or something like that. Now, I didn't think that because this is when I was five or six, I had this dream, this is before ancient aliens and all the other shit came out, so. I think it was an actual uh, dream state that psychologists had brought up where you're in such a deep sleep or something that your body's just paralyzed, basically. So, yeah. dreaming like that, you feel like you can't do something. Like not not being able to... Yeah, because I see a couple things here where like, it says here like something about friendships. Control. Uh, also says sleep paralysis or ghosts. Yeah, yep. Cl cloaked figure dreams. Uh, gin in dreams. Ooh, gin. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Not G I N K familiar J I. No, no, no. Yeah, J I N N. Um or 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 also D J I. Oh yeah, to Jin. I forget. Yeah, or or Algin. Um for those who don't know, they're shape-shifting spirits. Um they they have like different um like el they they're made by different elements of fire and air with like uh origins in pre-Islamic Arabia. Yeah. A very interesting that that would be a great episode, uh, Jin. I've, uh, again, ancient aliens have educated me just a little bit on actually knowing what they are and who they were. Yeah. That, so. Yeah. I should dig in a little deeper so I have some of my own. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, uh, this one. Oh, okay. So this one, uh, this was pretty simple to be honest with you. It's just, um, I, I had this dream once. I'll never forget that everything was pitch black. <laughs> like it was just, you walked everywhere. Everything was dark. Everything was grim. You didn't know what was happening. You didn't see anything. So you didn't know if you were in a house or in a tunnel, just pitch black. Yes, it was just like, you know, and this picture is a perfect depiction of it because like, um, there was always this white light at the end and I was, oh, and I would always wake up before I got to the door. You know, I've never, um, I've never completed the dream before. It's very interesting because do you have, do you have like sequ se sequential dreams sometimes where like are in parts? Mm -hmm. Now, when I was in the army, I'd get that because I took like the, would we get like an hour lunch when we were? Yeah. So, yeah, I'd go either sleep in my car, go back to my room and take some of these power naps and I could get some really killer reoccurring dreams out of a 40 minute nap. 
you know, going in and out. Because I can go to sleep pretty fast within like five to ten minutes as soon as I lay my head down back then. Really? Yeah. I, that was that was an interesting time. Because I have my art barracks for like two minutes away, get in my car, run back to my room, and literally don't take anything off of my baton. <laughs> Put a towel on my bed so I don't get my dirt on my bed. Just take a super power nap, and I could do. That's when I was working on my uh, lucid dreaming and stuff. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, man. So that was uh, that my my pitch black dreams, but um, it just says um, it's a fear of being a uh, fear of abandonment, mm-hmm. which kind of makes sense. But you know, who wants to be abandoned? Mm-hmm. You know. Well, the uh, so. no lights deal. Or darkness is the abandonment of all light, so we can't. Yeah, yeah. You know, then there's the light as it shows in the picture, too. All right, what do we got next? Ah, this this one, this is beautiful. I think this is pretty much common with everyone. Some, I probably, everyone's had this dream at least once. I've only had it once or twice throughout my life. But the feeling of, uh, well, having a dream where you're drowning, basically. I almost wonder if that could be another uh, form of that paralysis in dreams. Yeah, you're drowning, so you can't like feel like you're. Because I don't remember actually trying to swim in the dream. I just remember at this point, when you're experiencing your dream, you're already in the water, and it's too late for paddling. You're you yeah, basically almost out of you're on your last breath kind of feeling. It's just always weird. It's actually very interesting because what I have here, it says drowning dreams can be classified as a nightmare that usually tends to jolt us right out of bed during the middle of the night. And even though this experience is just a dream, it doesn't take away from the fact about how horrifying this feeling feels. These are the types of dreams we seldom forget. Uh, Similar as losing teeth in your dream, drowning seems to take on the same fear that we think about for weeks or even months after. The teeth. I actually have a picture for that. Yep. Oh, yeah. I've that Actually, John, now I think about it, that's the only reoccurring dream I've ever I've had throughout my life is the, the teeth one. But really? Um, yep. Now that I think about it. Um, it also says here, what does drowning in dreams actually mean? Well, this answer might not be as simple as other interpretations make it out to be, but something much more complex. There is a change that has taken place in the dream wants to help you by getting a better understanding of it. Uh, for the most part, drowning seems to be related to your emotional state of mind because we are dealing with a body of water and that connects us toward what is below the surface of these feelings and emotions that overwhelm us. Uh, remember that some people struggle to get out, some remain in limbo while others are consumed by the water eventually killing them. Even the color of the water helps determine your clarity of the situation. Drowning in dreams metaphorically reflects when or if you will rise above this personal issue. Mm. It's a good book you got there. When I used to buy books. It, it's actually a website. Okay. It's a web. Good yeah, one. it's a website. In one. Then why I, 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 the dream, suggestion. The dreamdictionary.org. I, I, you need to put this in a frame. Oh, that's beautiful. And what did we have there? Yeah, oh, actually, I did it. What about one? But I didn't uh, put it in our entries because I figured it was so hot. Oh. But, and it was looking weird. But anyways, yes. 
Yeah. So, oh, one of my worst nightmares. Getting caught in the avalanche. Yeah, I don't snowboard or ski anymore, so I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I've never gone snowboarding unless I'm going down the hill in my hometown. Mm -hmm. But we do have a place called the American Dream where it's like an indoor snowboarding spot. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, it, 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 it helps us. It's really cool, but... Um, my so this so what was going on here in this dream that I had, which looks like a, a body cam photo, mm -hmm. by the way. <coughs> um, my nightmare here is getting caught in an avalanche and falling off of a mountain, which you can see over on the left side. That looks like the edge of the mountain. Um, excuse me a minute, because this it, it, I mean the photo itself just looks graphic. Yeah, it's like a wave. It's like it's a frozen wave, basically. That he's walking like in. Yeah, in this stream, I'm about to die. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I've had any like winter nightmarish dreams. I can't think of. I think most of my nightmares are ones that like everywhere else is typically had like the the teeth one or or the other one we just showed the drowning stuff. Oh well, this is interesting. Um, one interpretation of falling off a cliff dream is that it represents a fear of death. This may be due to a recent traumatic event or something that is causing stress in the dreamer's life. The dream may also be warning the dreamer of impending danger. Yep. That'd be on top of your game if you're up in the mountains and skiing like that and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, I'm not. I'm not the only one who has this fear. I mean, just looking at looking at the the, the image, I'm I'm shaking. I'm shaking. I'm not even going to lie. Well, I'd hope someone else is out there with me doing this. So it looks like he's got yeah, someone. He's got that go dying with him. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you've, got, you've got someone dying with him. Breathe their last breaths together. <sighs> yep. And your last one is... Boop. Yeah. And this is kind of goes along with that alien one where uh, my actual dream was a ghost, not an alien. I showed the alien one, but uh, it was more of an apparition that I remember seeing. Yeah. I'd say that's more accurate as far as, like, seeing something. Not even... Oh, sounds really good. So, wait. So, what would you interpret... What, what would you... How, how would you like me to put this down in the Dream Dictionary? Paralysis of seeing... A brightly lit apparition. How did them? Best way I could sum up what I was thinking or, or summing up after the dream was over. So I was like, this was before I was 10 I had this dream. So it was just weird for the first time. That might be, that might be, that term may be too educated for the search engine. <laughs> yeah. Yes, just thinking what I saw 
seeing what I thought was a ghost back then. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Um, sleep demons are frightening phenomena that are all too real for people who experience sleep paralysis. Um, roughly 20% of people who have an episode of sleep paralysis, at least occasionally, and as many as 75% of these episodes, the sleeper has a hallucination in which they hear, see, feel, or sense something in their bedroom. Um, this is the source here that we have is from the sleep foundation. Um, Although they do not know the exact cause, scientists hypothesize that hallucinations on the edges of sleep result from dreamlike sensations continuing into waking life. As a person drifts off to sleep, their body begins to cycle through two types of sleep, rapid eye movement, REM, and non-rapid eye movement sleep. During REM sleep, there is a heightened level of activity in the brain and breathing, blood pressure, and heart rate increase. This is also the type of characterized by rich and detailed dreams and nightmares. Um, the best, I think the best way to describe what's going on here, you know how like a film develops and when the, when the, when the film is, when the light is going through the film, like the film, I, that's like, yeah, that that's like what REM is like you're, you're, you're having your dreams and your REM is processing your dreams like a film. It's kind of like this, uh, with, um, mid journey, how it's taking an idea and it's making it dreamlike. So that's basically yes. the, the original AI dream app was your brain. And yep. working every night Absolutely. is conjuring up a, a slew of things from your past and present. Yeah, there's actually a whole thing here. Um, it's been fact-checked before. You know, um, there's intruder hallucinations, incubus hallucination, vestibular motor hallucinations. Um, conditions associated with sleep paralysis are narcolepsy, idiopathic hypersomnia obstructive sleep apnea which is yeah that can be a bad bad one for people i i i have i have um sleep apnea do you? uh which is really bad yeah i do it's really bad it's really used to really bad. basically tell you sleep yeah yeah, yeah. i don't no. you know but i wake up a i wake up a survivor every day bro <laughs> <laughs> well you're not i shouldn't be making it I shouldn't be making a joke. I was going to say, as you get older, you might have to get it because I've known a couple of battle buddies elsewhere that's... and Oh, yeah. I'm getting... I'm. It's getting bad. It's getting really Not bad. Good. Yeah. All right. So this is what we got next. Uh, the last one. The main course. I think a lot of people could. So, my biggest fear is driving on a bridge and it collapses while I'm on it. You know, you're, you're, you're saying this stuff, John, and I'm realizing that like, God, I guess I'd had these dreams too, because I'd even told you the irony of being my last name, Strobridge, and then dying on a bridge. And then pretty sure we have told you that. So you have, we have, we have had that conversation no. before and it's, and it's just, look, this this is how this is how real it is. Or are you? Yeah, tell me your version up your bridge tree. Yeah. Every no, well, every time I go on the bridge, mm -hmm. right? I lift my feet up. I I usually usually uh you know Francesca's drawing, mm -hmm. and so I lift my feet up, 
like off the floor as if it's going to do something, you know? But I just, I look at these bridges and bridges are beautiful. They're constructed beautifully. They have wonderful history, but I cannot fathom just going through a bridge, man. I start shaking. My anxiety starts going. So I have dreams all the time of bridges collapsing, you know, and dying on the bridge, yep. you know? What what does it mean, you know? Yeah, I am curious because it seems like I've looked this up in the past and stuff and I forgot. I can't believe I forgot that one. I should have totally did a picture of that. Strawbridge died all on a bridge. What's the irony? Let's see. Having a dream in which you see a bridge collapse to pieces suggests that you have wasted an opportunity that could bring you prosperity. That's a different perspective. I would have thought maybe possibly like a burning bridge too, like a friendships or... Well, I guess that's the same thing, but burning a bridge of an opportunity. Interesting. Interesting. Dream interpretation. My mind, my mind is a little blown right now, just just from that, real quick. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm kind of like, whoa, like what, what just happened here? <laughs> uh, yeah, but that is one of my biggest. That is, that is my biggest fear of uh, driving on the bridge while it's collapsing. I remember um, the bridge dreams I've had from uh, when I was a kid going into my little town, and they got this one little dinky little bridge that basically connects the town to the other side of where I out where I live, and I had a dream that sucker broken half i wasn't over it oh it, it was like me and a bunch of cops were watching it actually fall or like what do you call it when they cave in the water erodes it erodes it that was interesting that is interesting yeah so i mean you know nightmares you know we have dreams we have nightmares we have lucid dreams there's all different types of stuff uh, but what really drives me is kind of like when you have a dream and it comes true, right? Like, you know, our dreams. It kind of it kind of plays with the with the conspiracy theory. Are we in a simulation? Are we messing around with memories? Or when I dream, am I looking at? Am I looking at um, a parallel your version of me? Right. That's do you know so yeah. what if it's a clone and you're not always dreaming your dreams, you're dreaming someone else's sometimes. Yeah, I thought that. I've thought that too, you know. So there's there's a lot of talk about dreams. And it's really cool that we touched on this subject because you know, we have these things all the time. Well, you know, we I I feel I've had dreams of aliens before, not the ones that you have had. I've never seen I've I think um Ever had, like, uh, like when it was talking, you ever had a dream where you and uh, a friend of yours had the same dream? I've had that with two other people, and they like verified it with me. It's the only time that was weird. No, not that uh, like you guys were communicating. Um, we were we would talk to each other in a dream, but then, like, I want to say some time later, like, I don't know, a week or two later, I brought the dream up to one of those people and they said that they had already talked to another person 
that had the same dream with me and that same person too. And then we brought up the dialogue yeah. and then we all found out that, yeah, we were all had that same dream. It was really weird. Only time it's ever happened. Interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was definitely, that was an interesting affirmation dream for sure. Yeah. Well, that brings us over to the end of our episode. Uh, next episode, we're doing cryptids. Yep. Cryptids. Yep, that was a Brandon Weiner suggestion. Uh, just so I'm, I'm, I got the right idea, because that could be a different term, but the cryptids are the, the monster-looking things, right? I believe okay. so. I didn't want to get it confused with, like, maybe another term where, like, it's a new form of currency, like, uh, crypto. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. The terms evolve nowadays. I just want to make sure I'm always on the right page with, you know, yeah. stuff. It can change that quick. Very true. Yeah. Well, guys, make sure you like, uh, subscribe, uh, leave a leave a comment, leave a suggestion, send us an email, um, leave us a voicemail on Anchor. Uh, we want to hear what you guys think. We want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear your suggestions. Uh, do you guys think? Do you guys think us before we go, Joe? Uh, no. Look for us next uh, episode, which will be what eighteen. Am I correct? Number 18. Oh. Yep, this one is number 17. Yeah, this is number 17, man. Number 17. Wow, we're getting up there. Thanks to and we and we had and we have an audience of 50. So, it's it's it may we're doing the right thing. Keep it up, y'all. Send us some uh, pictures. I want to see it. Yes, yeah, here. We'll 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 put them up. We'll put them up in, in our stories so that you guys that we can show you guys off. Brandon, that's what we're getting cryptids. Yes. Uh guys, thank you so much. Thank you to everyone around the world. We I I we love you. Keep on listening and uh see you next week. Yeah.